0: Audio. Welcome to the Homeschooling Families Podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Nunnery, and I am so glad you're here. Today, we have a truly inspirational journey to share with you, one that spans from a traumatic childhood to a life dedicated to giving back. Our guest today is Lita Geed. A remarkable individual with a story that embodies the power of hope and resilience. Lita's experience as a teacher in Cambodia with the Greatest Journey program brings a unique perspective to the impact of Operation Christmas Child. But as with many beautiful stories, it all began with a simple shoebox. Lita received an Operation Christmas Child shoebox that changed the trajectory of her life. So today, we're going to delve deep into her journey, Discussing her challenging childhood, the day she received that life changing gift, and how she now pays it forward by packing shoeboxes with her own family. Before we dive into this incredible narrative, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay updated with inspiring stories like Lita's. And don't forget to start packing your shoeboxes to help Operation Christmas Child reach children all around the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. National Collection Week is coming up November 13th through the 20th, and you can get all the details at teachthemdiligently.net forward slash OCC. And now, let's embark on this incredible journey with Lita Geed. I am so excited to welcome another Recipient of an Operation Christmas Child shoebox and someone whose life has truly been impacted by that ministry. So join me today in welcoming Lita Geed to the podcast. Lita, I am so thankful that you are here. Welcome. Thank you so much, Leslie, for having me this afternoon. Oh, you are very, very welcome. Lita, as I talk to you, it sounds like you're probably not from the States. Where did you grow up? And kind of what was some of the
1: story while you were there? Yes, I was born originally from Cambodia. And I live in the capital city of the country. And I have a traumatic childhood. And I was born about 10 years after the end of the genocide. Wow. Wow. My mother was poor like most people, and after the years of genocide, everybody was poor, brokenhearted, and life was very difficult for everyone. And my mother was poor like most people, so being a single mom, she had to work so hard that sometimes she had to leave me home alone while she worked. And one day I was kidnapped by her sister-in-law, and she sold me to a brothel. Oh, my Child goodness. trafficking and prostitution were a big problem when I was little. And it's even bigger problem now. As a 4 years old I was so terrified and I cried so hard that they tied me to a tree up front. But I thank God a Cambodian Christian couple came by and stopped to find out why I was crying. And they were so kind and caring that they bought me, rescued me, and took me back to my mother on the same day.
0: Wow. It's a
1: miracle. I just wish I knew who that couple were so I could thank them. They saved my life, and it's a miracle from above. They told me that they believe in Jesus, but I had no idea who Jesus is at that time because my mother was not a Christian, and we went to temple together, just like other Khmer family. And uh, the other side, I hardly ever saw my father, but all I knew is he was a gambler and womanizer. My father would come and go like lightning and leave my mother pregnant again and again without taking any responsibility. And when he was home, all I could remember was my parents always arguing or fighting. At one point, my mother was so angry at my dad that she tried to set us both on fire. Fortunately, it was unsuccessful. One, he even gambled away our house. And my pregnant mother and I had no place to live and we had no food to eat. We were homeless. We were hopeless and loveless. I wanted revenge and I told myself that I would never ever forgive my father for what he had done to us. I cry often because I was separated from my mother at a young age. My mother had a very, very difficult childhood, and she never felt loved by her mother, so I don't think she knew how to be a good mom. She couldn't provide for me and protect me at the same time, so she sent me to live with her oldest brother, his wife, and their five children. I'm grateful to him for taking me into his Christian family. Oh, so your uncle was a Christian? Yes, My uncle and his family are Christians, and that's how my life changed after I was adopted by him. He's a kind hearted man, and he took responsibility for me and he provided for my need, allowed me to go to school, and took me to church with his big family. Wow, it is amazing
0: that twice in your young life, God sent believers along at just the right time to intervene when things were so hopeless and you were so helpless. I mean, praise the Lord for the work that he did and how we can, he sees even, you know, the little among us. God knows he sees and he loves his children. Yes, that's right. Well, tell me a little bit about, you know, kind of what was life like with your uncle's family, and then how did Operation Christmas Child actually
1: enter the story of your life? So I love my uncle. He's a kind-hearted man, and he took responsibility for me, provided for my need, and allowed me to go to school, and he even took me to church with his big family. But however, I always felt like an outsider, and oftentimes I feel like the scapegoat for anything bad that happened in the house. I had a severe childhood trauma because of the way I was treated both physically and emotionally whenever my uncle was gone. But on a one fine morning when I was around 12 years old, I went to church for a kids' event. As I entered the room, there were big brown boxes covered by a white cloth. And it's a kid programme, so we sang some children worship songs, play games and heard the gospel message. And afterward all the kids lined up and they started to pass shoeboxes to a child. As I was standing in that line I felt so excited, I could not believe that I was going to receive my very first gift ever. I don't remember ever having a new toy of my own. Not even one. All I could play with was mud, leaves, sticks, and broken or handed down toys from my cousins. It brought tears to my eye as they handed me my very own shoebox. Wow. I remember it was wrapped with colorful paper. And after all the kids received their shoeboxes, they did a countdown and everyone started opening their shoebox. The room was filled with joy and laughter and the yeah. excitement <laughs> was in the air. As I opened my shoebox, the first thing that stood out to me was the smells of the shoebox. The smell came from an unwrapped soap inside the shoebox, which made the whole box smell so good. Oh, I bet it did. (laughs) Other things I remember also received were school supplies. I used to go to school and see other children have school supplies, but I often only had a short pencil God knew that I needed school supply to go to school, so he sent me some inside a shoebox, which made me feel careful and special. And other things I remember inside my shoebox were hygiene items as well, and I also remember receiving some toys like jump rope, which were rare in to have in my country. I used it to play with my cousins. But do you want to know what stood out to me the most? <laughs> I would love to know. You know, it's so funny because,
0: and not funny, that's the wrong word. Every time I hear a testimony of a shoebox gift and the impact that it had, you know, it reminds me of just how much we take for granted and how little we understand the reaction that people have. You know, we see the videos and Operation Christmas Child does a great job of showing videos of the joy of unpacking the shoeboxes and the children screaming and all of that. And you kind of get a sense of it. But when I hear a story like yours and recognize the impact that each little item had actually made on your life, it is unbelievably encouraging and challenging. And I'm just so thankful that you and, and several others have shared with us these things. But yes, I would love to know what was really, really your favorite thing in that package.
1: Yes. So, what stood out to me the most was having my own coloring book and color pencils. I love coloring. I couldn't use color pencil every time I went to church for Sunday school, and that was it. So, having my very own art stuff was like a treasure to me. I can do it every time I want and anywhere, and it's mine. I often wonder where the shoebox came from and who gave it to me. And when I asked, I was told that it came from people who love God. I was amazed that someone who did not know me and live across the world from me cared enough to pack a gift just for me.
0: Wow, wow. So were you able, after you got your shoebox, to go through the greatest journey? Or I know that... That The Greatest Journey has actually played a role in your story as well. Did you actually study through it? Was that how you became discipled? Or, you know, what happened after you got your box? After a short break, we'll be right back to talk even more about this.
1: So after I got my shoe box, life was, you know... I learned through my, you know, my life was filled with so much pain and hardships, but I can clearly see God's hand protecting me and caring for me. I struggle to forgive those who hurt me, especially those who were supposed to take care of me, like my own parents. But the Bible says in Isaiah forty nine fifteen, can a mother forget the baby at her breast at hand and have no compassion on the child she has borne? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. Truly, God used many situations in my life to show me that I am not forgotten. The shoebox gift was one of those seeds that God planted in my heart to remind me of His fatherly love. As a result of experiencing the Father's love, I learned the most important life lesson is to forgive those who hurt me, just like Christ has forgiven my sin. A few years after receiving my shoebox gift, I decided to give my life to Christ and I got baptized. I started to serve the Lord at church and become especially passionate about children ministry. And as a result of being involved with the children ministry, I was connected to Operation Christmas Child again and had the opportunity to experience doing outreach events through shoeboxes to other children. Wow. It was incredible, being on that side of shoebox and witnessing the joy on children's face, just as I had felt when I received my own shoebox.
0: Was it reminiscent, you know, when you were able to actually participate in the giving side, did it bring back a lot of memories from when you were on the receiving side as well?
1: It did. It did. It just, like, when I see the children, the, the joys on the children's face, it's, it's yeah, it's really Brought me back the memory that when I received my very own shoebox and how I had felt when I received it. It's truly like it's a reflection. (laughs) And God did not stop at that. He called me to be even more involved with Operation Christmas Child by becoming the greatest journey teacher. Oh, that's awesome. Can you tell everybody,
0: because some of our families may not be familiar with The Greatest Journey, and for David and I, because we talk so much about discipleship around here, this element of what you guys do is critically important for us. So I would love for you to tell everyone what The Greatest Journey actually is, and how
1: does The Greatest Journey impact the kids who get to go through it? The Greatest Journey Discipleship Program is the follow-up program extended to children who receive Operation Christmas Child shoeboxes and gospel message through the Greatest Gift. The Greatest Journey, in short TGJ, focuses heavily on evangelism, discipleship, and multiplication while working through the local church in each community. After receiving shoebox gifts, many children are invited back to the local church to participate in our discipleship program. The Greatest Journey is a 12-lesson scripture-based curriculum offered through their local church. And the Greatest Journey discipleship lesson are being taught in over 100, 100 countries and in over 70 languages. All over the world, and Khmer language is one of them. And I'm so grateful that we have our own language. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that these children are connected
0: to a local church there. You know, when before I was able to get more deeply involved with Operation Christmas Child, I didn't realize. The follow up and the actual discipleship relationships that were being built with a local church that was right there ministering to those children. And I just, I really want to make sure that the families understand that this is a long, a long 12 week process where they're really getting to know these kids. And then beyond that, the churches are there to disciple and continue to stay involved in their lives. That honestly, of the things that you guys do, that part of the strategy, I think, is so powerful that I just want to make sure everyone knows all about that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so one of the reasons that the Great Journey has spread so rapidly, because it is led by selected and trained national volunteers in each community. I was trained by that and got the opportunity to teach children in my community right after the week they received their shoeboxes. I was given effective resources and solid biblical foundation so that I can most effectively communicate the gospel. Teacher training for the, the greatest journey not only prepare teachers to teach this curriculum, but it also equipped teachers to develop their own Bible lessons. The curriculum implements a powerful storytelling method of teaching. This method allowed me as a teacher to connect with each other regardless of cultural background, literacy level, or previous biblical knowledge. I witnessed the impact of the gospel in the life of children, not only as they hear the gospel before receiving their shoeboxes, but as they go through the this discipleship program. Do you know that today, many of the children whom I taught are now the one sewing and teaching other children. That's amazing. Yes, truly, the Great Commission is happening in action in that part of the world, all because of a simple shoebox gift. Well, that and just the multiplication of one
0: shoebox that impacted your life. And then, because of God's good hand and good working in your life, you were able to turn around, disciple so many of those children. And as they are growing up, they are now discipling others and just people that that this side of eternity, we will never even know about that we're impacted by our little seemingly insignificant gift that means so much and that God can use so mightily. It's very much like the loaves and the fishes in God's hands.
1: It just grows and grows and grows. So true. It's really a very effective program. Oh, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs>
0: So, are you able now that you are grown? Are you able to pack shoe boxes yourself
1: with your own family? Yes, my family and I we love packing shoe boxes, and every year before the National Collection, our family love to pack as many shoe boxes as we can, and I never forget to put color pencil, coloring oh, I'm sure, <laughs> coloring book, <laughs> and a bar of unwrapped soap on top of other things that we could pack for a child. I can't believe that I got to reconnect with Operation Christmas Child this year and have the phenomenal opportunity to become a spokesperson.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love the idea of the unwrapped soap and just the smell. I would imagine it it stays because smells are so powerful and you remember things so much through smell that I I can just imagine how that takes you back. And I I will actually, I will be stealing that idea, and you can at least do. I'm doing that myself going forward because that is such a beautiful idea. So that is awesome. I appreciate your sharing that with us, Lita, We are getting low on time, but I want you to tell us if you could have one thing that you want our listeners to do today. What would you encourage them with
1: that they can do right where they are? A shoebox gift mean a lot to us. It is the way to open our heart to Christ. A simple shoebox gift creates opportunities for millions of children around the world to hear about the love of Christ Jesus and have a personal relationship with Him. May I encourage you to pack more shoeboxes this year because your shoebox can change our life.
0: Wow. I think that a lot of people know how to Find out about the shoe boxes, but how do they find out how to be part of the greatest journey as well? Is there information on the site about how they can, because per- I believe that's a little bit of an add-on if you want to sponsor someone's journey on the greatest journey. Do you know where they can find that out?
1: Yes. So they can find all these resources related to Operation Christmas Child by going to org slash Operation Christmas Child. Awesome. Then they will find all the resources and they can even build a shoebox online. They can uh, contribute the offering to uh, support the Greatest Journeys uh, Ministry as well.
0: That's perfect. Well, we'll make sure that we link all of that in the show notes. And we actually also have a whole section in our app that directs people to learn more and how to get involved because we want to make sure that as many of our homeschooling families as we can possibly point in that direction we do. So Lita, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a joy to hear your story and to hear how God on so many occasions intervened in your life and just showed his unbelievable love for you, despite the very traumatic and difficult circumstances that you were in.
1: Thank you so much. It's my special privilege for me to be here today and to share my story with all the families and the homeschool, we are support the homeschool family as well. And I'm really grateful that I have this opportunity to share. And I hope this will be an encouragement for you to pack more shoe boxes this year. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, and to
0: everyone else, I, I hope that your heart has been challenged that you are ready to grab your kiddos and go pack as many shoeboxes as you can together. I remember when my children were little, it was so much fun. We made a whole night of it. It was like a scavenger hunt, just looking for the exact right things to put in everyone's box. And what I learned as we did that as a family, to my children at their age, these were not faceless kids on the other side of the world. They were personal to them. They were imagining who this was going to, and they were trying to tailor those boxes to this little boy or girl that they knew would be getting it. And it really put me to shame, their passion for what we were doing. But what it does when you get your kids involved in that way is it shifts the focus off of them receiving to them giving. And that's exactly what we want to do. And so I cannot encourage you strongly enough to get involved. You know, we tell you all the time that the Great Commission starts right there in your home, but it doesn't end there. And Operation Christmas Child gives your children a great opportunity to be involved in the Great Commission all around the world. So go to their website. We'll have the show notes here where you can find all of this information. Or like I noted, there's a whole section in the Teach Them Diligently app where we have A lot of information, exactly how you can pack it, what they're looking for, how you can sponsor a greatest journey for a child, and so much more. So check that out today and be sure that you and your family are partnering with Operation Christmas Child this year and helping the gospel get out to even more boys and girls in the days ahead. Have a great rest of your day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you for joining me today. It's my prayer that every episode of the homeschooling families podcast helps to strengthen your family by giving you biblical and practical ways to raise your children and educate them well. We'd love to engage with you more. So check out TeachThemDiligently.net to find out about the resources and experiences we offer Christian homeschooling families like yours all year long. I want to take just a second to thank the team at life audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to LifeAudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and a whole lot more.